If you were to ask me what is the most beneficial tool in my parenting toolbox, I would say without any hesitation, one-liners. Yeah. These are pre-scripted parenting quotes that have been instrumental in me training my children. And parents and teachers continue to echo my sentiments. I think you would agree too. Absolutely. They have also seen these short phrases transform their homes and classrooms. This is the topic of today's Parenting to Impress podcast. Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others and impress them on the hearts of your children. I am your host, Heidi Franz, and I am joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. You can call them one-liners, you can call them broken records, you can call them parenting phrases, whatever you want, but these truly have been so powerful in my parenting. Yeah, let's talk about that, Heidi. I mean, first of all, because you already defined what a one-liner is. It's literally just a a phrase that you have in your back pocket, you don't have to think about it, um, and they are pre-scripted, boom. But why, what is it about one-liners that's so powerful? For me as a parent, the thing that is so powerful is number one, I don't have to think because they're already there. And number two, it removes my emotions from the situation. Yeah. Because boy, when my kiddos say something that kind of ticks me off, the emotions can quickly come out if I don't back away. Yeah and think before I speak. Yeah. I mean, because honestly, there's a lot of parenting that is redundant and repetitive and can feel kind of wearisome. We get tired, we get cranky, um, all the things. And when our kids are just pushing our buttons, <laughs> it's nice to be able to say, aren't you glad I don't believe that? <laughs> and that's one of the great things about one-liners or broken records is that they provide a consistent answer. There is not this, what did I say yesterday, or what did I say an hour ago, or even in my case, sometimes, what did I say five minutes ago when I'm in a situation with an argumentative child? I can know, oh, I know what I would have said. I would have said, I love you too much to argue. So let's think real quick, is there only one age appropriate level for one-liners? So it's a joke in our family that I use one-liners on other adults. (laughs) Listen, she's not wrong. I I really do. I'm pretty sure that on one of our travels, when we were having some issues with travel itself, you gave me a one-liner. I probably did pull them out of my (laughs) pocket very easily because I do use them so consistently with my kids. And every once in a while, I will pull one out on my husband as well. (laughs) So I think that one-liners are able to be used with all ages. I would say I start one-liners from probably about nine months up because you're working with those kiddos, helping them understand what is allowed and what is not allowed. Okay, so we have defined a one-liner. We've talked about why they are so valuable, specifically in terms of the heat of the moment situations with parenting or the fatigue of parenting when we just simply don't have the brain space to think of something appropriate to say to our children. Can you give us a couple of examples for how a one-liner helps us to navigate a situation without emotion? And with the emotion side, because, you know, our kid's goal, whether they realize it or not, our child's goal is to wear us down. That, that's really what they want to do. And so if you are raising a future lawyer, which I know many of us are, 
it is a case of they're going to attack from every single avenue, every single angle possible to try to wear us down and get what they want. And so what happens in that is, you know, we can be really calm on the first or second, but then we get the third and we can feel our bodies, our blood pressure, the pulse increase as the questions get more and more. And so what we want to do is we want to provide a consistent answer over and over and over, the exact same thing, because then we don't have to think, what am I going to say next? So let me give you an example of how one-liners can validate a child's feelings and words without adding emotion to the conversation. So here's an example. The child walks up to you and a situation has occurred and the child says, I hate you. And we've been there. And I'm going to say to all of our listeners, if you haven't, you will be. (laughs) It's going to happen because kids have emotions. So the child says, I hate you. As a parent, you have two options. You can respond with emotions. You can freak out. You can be overbearing in this Or you can accept the statement for what it is, a statement with the goal of getting a reaction. So the child says, I hate you. The parent says, aren't you glad I don't believe that? Mm -hmm. Another option is, that's sad because I love you. Mm -hmm. The child says, well, I don't love you. Aren't you glad I don't believe that? Or that's sad because I love you. Don't talk to me anymore. And the parent walks away. There is no reason to engage with a child, or I'm going to say with an adult, who is not being reasonable with their words. Okay, here's another example. The child is sitting on the floor of the bathroom with your makeup on all possible surfaces. The parent looks at the child and says, are you making a good choice or a bad choice? Another option is, this makes me sad. How are you going to fix this situation? Part of the parenting to impress and and ABC Jesus Loves Me is this idea of a parenting toolbox. And you referred to that earlier. Mm-hmm. Because like you said, in the heat of the moment, in fatigue, whatever it is, we need to be able to rely on tools um, that we can implement throughout our day that we don't even have to think about. And so it is this consistency, I think, that is key with one-liners that makes them so effective. Yes, obviously, that we have them memorized. But the fact that our child then, and, and your kids, they know what to expect. Yes. I mean, once they've heard it that one time, they know you're just going to keep repeating that <laughs> <laughs> until they walk away or you will walk away or so fix the problem. Much, so much so that I've had a child look at another child and say, she's not going to (laughs) stop yeah, because they know I'm going to be a broken record with these phrases. And they'll even tell each other, just stop. You're not going to get anywhere. You're just going to build up your consequences. (laughs) You might as well end. But the beauty in this is that, like you alluded to earlier, when these kids are saying these statements, often just out of a desire for attention, um, or it could be a true need. But when they hear the one-liner, they know, oh, 
mom is not going to change. I mean, I can count on her to be the person I need her to be, or dad for that matter, whoever's, you know, there's something that's so comforting and gives a child so much security to know that my, the adult in my life is not being ruled by her emotions. I might be, they obviously they can articulate this, but like a small child who is being ruled by their emotions can then count on the adult to not be. And that is such a gift to have that security and stability in the home. Oh, oh, I love that. Because how many times do our kiddos throw out a comment or throw out a behavior with the idea of what's going to happen? And the child wants to know, do you have what it takes to keep me safe? Yeah. Do you have what it takes to keep me on the path that I really want to go on? Not the path that I every once in a while throw out at you, but I really do want to make good choices. I think at the at the heart of kids, they do want to make good choices, but they're born with a sinful heart that leads them astray a lot. Well, I was going to say, and even if they truly in that moment believe that they want that bad choice, that they really do want the bad thing, we know on the other side of this that that's not God's best for them. And we've talked about this before. God gives us boundaries in his word. Mm -hmm. We as our children's parents are to give them boundaries as well. I think this gives parents so much peace to know I have these tools in my toolbox. I can rely on these things. Who knows what every day is going to bring. Just what a gift these are. Can we talk about as a child gets older, though, specifically, I'm thinking like teen years, Mm -hmm. there's a lot of room here, right? Because the teen years are also filled with negotiations, good negotiations, right? As a teen begins to accept more responsibility. How are these applicable in those teen years as well? So here's an example. Your teen comes up to you and says, can I go to Joy's house? You say, what chores do you have to finish? The teen says, all of them, but we have to study for a math test tomorrow. And here's your one-liner. You are welcome to go when your chores are done. The teen says, you never let me do what I want. You're welcome to go when your chores are done. But this math test is so important. It will help me raise my grade. You are welcome to go when your chores are done. And no matter what that teen comes back at you with, you are able to remain on the fact that B does not happen until A is finished. We've just kind of quickly um, walked through what a one-liner is, why they're so impactful. And then you've given us some examples. I know on the blog, you have a whole re-download in the refrigerator or wherever, just to be able to turn to those quickly. Are there any other kind of nuggets of wisdom you want to impart before we wrap up this this short episode? So the one thing that I would say is, um, as Melanie said, there are a lot of options for one-liners or broken records. What I would encourage you to do is start with one or two. One of my favorites is bummer. I love bummer. And I use that one a lot because it will apply to almost every situation that we have. The other one that I really like is I love you too much to argue. Or another one is I am happy to talk to you when you are using your big boy voice or your big girl voice and not whining. And so I would encourage you to start with just a couple, have them in your back pocket, think about the situations that you're dealing with, and then know, okay, when this happens, what I'm going to say is blank. And then don't stray. 
And that's the hard part because they'll throw you curveballs every single time. You're like, oh no, what do I say now? No, no, no. Go back to it. What do you say? You go back to that one-liner. You are a broken record. Yeah. Just hang on to that tool. Don't let go. And we would love to hear, I mean, give us some feedback as you begin to implement these um, one-liners. Let us know how they're working. Let us know which ones you like. We want to thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. Be sure to visit abcjesuslesbian.com and check out the show notes for more information on topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe and share with your friends.